Welcome to the USU Career Studio podcast that helps you navigate your career path. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to tell your friends and family all about it. Subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, or anywhere else you listen to get access to our newest content. Thanks for joining us for our Friday face-to-face episode. I'm Marissa Armistead, your host, and I am excited to welcome USU alumni TJ Davis to the show. Welcome, TJ. Thanks for having me. This month, TJ, we're really focusing on careers connected to the Kane College of Arts. So I am beyond excited to have a Pickleville Playhouse actor, director, producer. What else am I missing here? A couple uh, other roles. <laughs> that's plenty. <laughs> well, I'm so excited to hear about your, your career journey. And I'd actually love to start our conversation today by going back in time a little bit. So if you would, I'd love to just get a glimpse of what your academic journey was like at USU, but also your professional career journey thus far. So give us a glimpse of how do, how did you get to where you are today, TJ? Sure. Yeah. So I, um, uh, I, I, I have an atypical path, but I'm finding out the more, the more you get out there, the more typical it actually is. And the path is that, you know, I had a certain idea of what a career should be like when I was younger. You know, I knew I wanted to have a certain kind of life. I wanted to have a, a bigger family. I wanted to be able to spend time with them and stuff. And so, and I come from a, a family of a bunch of doctors, like everyone's in the medical profession. And so I was like, yeah, I'm going to be a doctor because, you know, they make a lot of money and they, you know, get to make their own hours and they're kind of their own boss and all those important things. Um, And so I, like, I went down that path, uh, was pre-med for most of my undergrad. I got into like the interview process with the committee that interviews you and gets you ready. And right at the last minute, I, I, you know, and I had shadowed a bunch of doctors I was like, yeah, I think I could do this for a living. Uh, It's not that I hated it or anything like that. But once I got to the end of it, I was like, you know what? Being a dentist is they have a lot less stress in their life. And, you know, I could work like three, maybe four days a week and do what I want to do on the other days. (laughs) So I switched at the last second and I went to dental school. I went to dental school at, at the Ohio State University. And my wife uh, gets all the credit for this because we went out there and, you know, getting out to a school like that, it's it's no small task. It's a process. Like the, whole, the whole process of getting into dental school and all that. But about, you know, the end of the second semester, I came home and I said, Aaron, they're, they're really, all my classmates are so excited about doing crowns and fillings and I, oh shoot, I think I'm in the wrong place. <laughs> I don't but every I wife do wants this. to hear. <laughs> I know. And to her credit, she said, okay, great. What's your plan? I said, I have no idea. I have absolutely no idea, but I, I'm sure that it's not this. Like, I just can't see myself doing this forever. So we turned around and came home and my family owned Pickleville Playhouse, the, the theater up in Bear Lake. And then it was, you know, just kind of like a hobby type of a thing that my mom was running. Sometimes her brothers would help run it. Um, And my dad even wrote me a letter when I told him that I was going to come back. He wrote me this big, long email and said, you know, we support you 100%. But just so you know, Pickleville will never be an option for making money. That's not going to be your career. You you won't. It's not a (laughs) thing. And so... I came home and we tried a couple other things in healthcare, like business related stuff. I worked at the Desert Star Theater in um, 
in Murray. That's it's it's down on State Street in Murray. And I did like group sales for them and was in some of their shows and learned a lot about like the business business side of theater. Interesting. Um, and I guess I should back up like my 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 major is exercise science. So it's nothing related to theater at all. But I did at Utah State, I was in a group called the Sunburst Singers. I don't know if you have you ever heard of the Sunburst Singers. Before. I haven't. Huh? How about how about the Glenn Miller show? Nothing. <laughs> You're talking so, to the wrong person. I'm from Salt yeah, Lake. You, I'm out of the yeah, loop. <laughs> yeah, and you came here in 2017. So it, back then it was like this was when I was in the Sunburst Singers, like in 2000 and well, 2000 actually, and they put on this wonderful big show, and it was like a group of six guys and six girls, and um, anyway, it was a performing group, and we toured like we went to Thailand for a month and. Oh did some things and it was like an ambassador group for the university so that was my performing experience in college <laughs> was the it was the sunburst group um but yeah so back to desert star uh, you know i learned a lot there and it, it wasn't a fit career-wise uh there but i said uh got this idea you know christmas was coming up and the previous christmas i had been working at desert star and selling to groups like come and you can have dinner and a show right in the same place. And these people that are planning company parties just loved it because that's exactly what they want is, you know, food and entertainment. Yep. And, and so I said, we could do this in Logan. And there's like, well, uh, what show will you? I don't know. I'll just write a show. I'll just, write, <laughs> I'll, just, I'll, just I'll just make something up and we'll do it. So I went door to door. Um, selling to businesses. And so we had like 80% of our business. So we didn't have a Facebook group. We didn't have uh, an email list, any way to like reach our people. It was like flyers was all that we did in, in the summer back then. And uh, yeah, and, and it worked out. And I think we made like $10,000, $15,000 that winter. And we we're like, that's oh my crazy. Gosh, we're so rich. <laughs> we could do this for a living. And so, and then we took some of the things that the, the, uh, were obvious things that could improve uh, that we could improve on on the summer business and we started doing like multiple shows on fridays and saturdays and and um and i kept writing shows not only for christmas but for the summer stuff and it just kind of bloomed into like we we got a following and you know we, we've got a good email list now and we do social media and all those kinds of things that i that a business like ours needs and and it turned into a career. So it was not the typical path, but like I said, more and more, like you hear about people that are like, yeah, I thought it was going to be this. And I just kind of followed my nose and followed my heart. And this is where I ended up. And wow, like how, how awesome, you know, <laughs> man, so many questions. Um, let's see, where do I start? Okay. So I'm super curious as you look back, especially on those first few years of college, Looking at it now, would you do anything differently? Because it sounds like this all, I mean, it all worked out, right? It, you you got to the end, the end place or at least the current place. But I'm curious if you could go back, would you have changed anything about that college experience? Yeah, I guess I really don't regret anything because obviously like it, it got it got us where we where we are and we're happy that where we are. But um I think that with my kids, so I've got a 17-year-old and a and a 15-year-old. And I think, you know, what I've been telling them and what I will tell them is like, you, you should probably choose a major that has something that interests you, like 
not just because you want to be the thing that, that you end up being at the end of that path. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, and, and I, and I enjoy, like, it's not that I hated my classes or anything like that, but if you ask me like, what were my favorite classes in high school, it was like the creative writing stuff and, and it was the, the sports stuff. Um, it was not the, the biology and the, the things that you do and the science, the things that you do a lot of to become a doctor or a dentist, you know what I mean? So yep, that, that would be my suggestion is like, go, if you don't know what you want to be, that's fine. Like you're going to be a successful person, but go and, and get your nose into something that, that interests you first, you know, and business would have been something that I would have, what would have done for sure. And it's interesting, you know, because what you described, and I love that you're bringing up this, this point of a college degree is valuable and also real world experience. You know, you could get a degree in business, but you also just went out and kind of started your own business. And, and I think sometimes we get so set on, this is the right way to do it. Mm -hmm. I think Mm -hmm. we just keeping those options open. That's what I really appreciate about your stories. You just said, you know, I'm going to keep my options open and I'm going to take action and I'm just going to start testing things out. Um, And I think that's a really powerful example of, of, learning by doing. So I, I really love that um, that came through in that story. I'm yeah. I'm also curious. So, you know, let's say a student, maybe a sophomore Aggie comes to you and says, TJ, you know, I love what you're doing with Pickleville. It looks so fun. I love, you know, theater and, and acting, you know, what can I do entry level wise? You know, what can I do? Is there an internship? Is there just generally speaking, how can I get experience in this field of, of theater or acting? Yeah. I, I mean, there, there's a lot of volunteer opportunities and we, we live in a great place here in Cash Valley because there are, you know, three or four really good uh, like community theater groups that are doing stuff. And those folks are always looking for, you know, people to help with, with certain aspects of the show. So you can get in the middle of it. You can get as involved as you want to in a lot of those places and, and kind of learn what it's like to put a show together um, or to, or to put a, a company together. Even um, like if someone came up and said, Hey, I want to volunteer to me. Like I would be like, uh, okay, well, let's see what skills you have that, that you could help us with, you know? And if that's an option, then it would be like, well, let's not have you volunteer. Let's have you, work for us, but maybe it won't be like the, the full rate or whatever, but let's give you this sure. experience. And we've done, we've done that with several different people. Um, and I guess the other thing that I, if it's like an actor or a, some kind of a performer or even a director, mm-hmm. um, what I always say is like, there's just no excuse now of, as far as uh, creating stuff. Like there's multiple opportunities, like just open your phone up and click one of the apps and start going. You, you know what yep. I mean? If you're, yep. if you're a creative type of a person, if you're like, Oh, I want to be a screenwriter. I'm just, you know, I'm going to hang out until I get my big break. Like that's really low percentage that that's going to work out for you. Much more high percentage is like write a little, you know, a TikTok skit, <laughs> skit yeah. or whatever yeah. it is, like use your creativity and, and start exercising it that way. And, I think that's how a lot of the people nowadays are are getting picked up is um, is through things like that through actually like you said going and doing like just get out there and start doing the thing that you want to do you know absolutely yeah it's funny my husband and I we were just having a conversation not too long ago about how entertainment just the industry of entertainment has shifted because of social media mm-hmm. you don't have to go and watch a movie 
at a theater to be entertained. There's so many other avenues. So I love that idea of, yeah, starting just about anybody can, can get started and put themselves out there. So that's a great point. Um, that's actually a great lead in my, another question that I'm, I'm thinking about is the skill sets. So I feel like nobody could have prepared you to be doing what you're doing today, but what skills have really come through and you're, and you would just say, yeah, you absolutely have to have a skill in this. Uh, I wrote down notes because I thought you might ask this. <laughs> well, I think I think number one is you have to have a, a creative talent, obviously, to be in the, in in the arts. And people say that, and you're like, oh well, I'm not a talented person or or wasn't blessed with that. And but what I mean by that is like the, just the ability to see something before it actually exists. So like a lot of my time in writing, and I, I'm sure with other people that are writing stuff is, you know, is sitting at your desk and you're just playing it in your head and you have the ability to look, uh, in on that stage that's in your mind and see it happen. And then like, imagine an audience's reaction or how a regular person would, would perceive what's happening. And so when we get to like a rehearsal with actors, it's been, I've already played this thing, you know, a hundred times in my mind. And it doesn't ever end up exactly like I saw it, but all that work had to happen for it to end up like it does. So I, I think that creative ability um, is, is yeah, 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 is really important. And then obviously uh, like theater stuff and creative things more and more now, I guess not if you're just like a single TikTok star or something <laughs> like that, but but uh, it's like it's a it's the ultimate team game you cannot succeed the person that's getting the applause like oh my gosh like great for that person but there's like 20 other people that had to do their jobs amazingly well for that person to even get seen so um, being able to interact with other people and be kind and we've been so lucky over the last several years we we do a lot of our casting out of state now um through like national casting websites and uh and we find plenty of talented people but then the next step is like getting on multiple phone calls with them and saying what kind of a teammate are you going to be like let me see are you a diva person do you think you're more important than everyone else like because those people just don't fit in a creative environment and and i don't think a lot of them succeed to be honest like a lot of the the famous people that you know um, I, I'm sure there are exceptions, but a lot of them are are really good people and they're good at interacting with other people. So is it a tight line between ego versus confidence in this field? Because I feel like that could be really tricky. Yeah, I, I think there's. Um, I, I take it back to like, <laughs> like I played uh, basketball in high school. It was a big part of my high school growing uh-huh. up and uh and you can be a certain way in life and you're a nice you know well-behaved kind person and then you get into a competitive situation and where it's appropriate you're like i'm not your friend anymore it's me versus you and i you know yep. one of us is gonna win one of us is gonna win. so in theater i think that it's a lot the same of like um you you need to be humble and it needs to be sincere. And I think it comes from understanding what I just said is that yeah. if I, if I look good today, it's because everyone else helped me look good. And yeah, I might have some talent, but that doesn't make me any better than anyone else. Um, 
So you can, you know, it's your job. We always talk about that with our cast is like, go out and be a superstar today. Like, don't hold back. Just be your very greatest, most interesting, most awesome self. Um, and, and so it's, it's not an either, or it's like, what time of life am I on the stage right now? Okay. This is what I'm going to be. Am I off? And it's a different thing. I love that analogy. That makes a lot of sense. And I've never really heard it coined that way. So that's super interesting. I'm curious, and you've talked a little bit about this, but um, you know, in the past, you did a lot of acting. I, I saw you as an actor. Um, Juanito is a pretty famous mm-hmm, character that mm-hmm. people have come to love and uh, miss. But I'm curious, you know, what was that transition from really being on the stage a lot and, and doing other things to now you're kind of in a, in a more director type of role? What has that transition been like? Yeah, people, I get that question a ton, like, oh, do you miss it so much? And it's like, yeah, like I, being on stage is so fun. Like there's, it's not pretend, like it's as fun as it looks. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. Almost all the time. Um, but, you know, for me, the, the the reason why I haven't been like involved in the summer stuff as much is just because of schedule stuff. Like my kids are getting old older they're not getting old but um and i want to be with them in their summer things that they're doing so the schedule of like being in a show every single night is a, is a little bit difficult absolutely um so but i'm sure that there'll be a time of life when we go back to something similar to what it was before um but i you know i it, and i and i've been even through all the bandito stuff and um you know i've been the not only in the show, but the director of the shows with, with plenty of help from my mom and brother and, and other directors that have, that have been involved, obviously. Um, but I think that that all makes it, well, that it, it helps to have been everything in the equation. So you can like have empathy for what everyone's going through. Do you know what I mean? I would, yeah. I wouldn't do it any other way. I, I'm I'm sure glad that I get the full experience of being able to direct and be in the show because now I can understand when we're dealing with an actor trying to get a certain thing like yeah that experience really helps so yeah I love that and yeah to that point of empathy and and you really hit on this theme of teamwork which is super interesting being being able to see each other's strengths and lift each other up in in that theater space i i love that um tj i'm sad we're almost out of time but i do want to ask one final question and that question is you know if you could give students one piece of advice about entering a creative field like this what what advice would you give um it would probably be what I already said, which is don't wait. The thing that I, a thing that I dislike about our profession, about theater in general, is that so many people are just out there and, and like we get hundreds and hundreds of auditions every year. And I look at these people and I'm like, you are so talented, but we don't have a spot for you or you're not right for, for this. And you're going to feel like totally rejected when I, when we write, you know, or, or someone comes to an audition and we're like, I'm sorry. Um, but what I want to say is like, go take your talent, like put it somewhere. If you, if no one's casting you in their show or you're not getting an opportunity to direct, well then go write your own little tiny thing and, and make something and start make putting some flyers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> because the way if you, the more that you do, uh, you know, you'll find out real quick whether you love doing it or not. Um, 
And chances are you're probably not good enough to get paid to do it if you're not getting paid to do it yet. And then if you keep doing it, then then you'll get to that level. Do you know, do you know what I'm saying? And that's yes. not all that's not everything. There's plenty of people that are that are great that that just don't are getting casted because there's more uh, there's more talent than there are opportunities, I think, right now. But that 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 will change in the future. There's yeah, you know, have you seen how many shows there are on Netflix lately? <laughs> so there's, it, it, it's wide open for those that want to go and 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 grab the bull by the horns or whatever and start to make stuff. There's never been a better time. I love it. Sure. Well, TJ, as we close today, I want to put you on the hot seat one more time. Um, I have to ask, I would love to hear Go Aggies, but I would love to hear Juanito tell us Go Aggies. <laughs> we need to have like the the thing, uh, the, the, or the Apple like emoji yes. head come up, right? Can you put that on after? We'll see, we'll see what we can do there. <laughs> <laughs> I have to cover it up, okay? Uh, all right, you guys, let's go Aggies. The Aggies are the best. Go Aggies, go Aggies. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> yes. My I'll life has been complete. You. Uh, you're awesome. <laughs> TJ, thank you so much for your insights. And it's just been a pleasure. I so appreciate your time today. Thanks so much for having me. Have a good one. You too. We hope you loved this episode of the USU Career Studio podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to subscribe and share this episode with your friends and family. 